There's power in the name of There's healing in the name of There's salvation in the name of The Bible says that demons tremble At the sound of that name Jesus Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Louis Interfold of the Anakazo Assembly Cathedral of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Interfold is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Anakazo Assembly Cathedral of Fakor Katwa. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God followed with miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for another opportunity to come to your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. All things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Tonight I want you to know that it is a great thing to serve the Lord because when you serve the Lord, all things shall be added unto you. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? All things shall be added unto you. Come with me to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his teacher? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the ladies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, <coughs> that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of this. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed. For after all these things do the Gentiles, that word Gentiles make unbelievers seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all 
this. Verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. But seek ye first you. Seek first. Peter, it's good to see you. I've missed you. Are you around? But seek ye first the kingdom of God. But seek ye first means that other people are seeking some other things first. So, so Jesus is making a comparison. And he said that the Gentiles or the unbelievers, they seek what they will eat, what they will drink, what they will cloth. Hallelujah. Alright. And things like that. But, which means in comparison to them, as opposed to them, you, what God wants you to do is to seek him first. And what is the result? What is the result of that? The result of that is that and all these things shall be added unto you. Yes. But seek ye first. Hallelujah. Now, today, I am introducing to you the greatest key of prosperity for your life. How many of you want to prosper? I want to prosper. Yeah. To, to prosper means to be successful, to flourish. For example, if you're a student, your prosperity is passing your exams. Sometimes prosperity depends on who you are. So if you are a student, your prosperity. God is well, it? Yeah. So to prosper means to flourish, to prosper means to be successful. Prosper means to thrive. To thrive. Do you understand it? Yeah. And God is giving us all a powerful Bible. Seeking the law first is a master key in Matthew 6 33. Seeking the Lord first. Seeking the Lord first. Is the master key in Matthew 6 33. Indeed, it is your master key to prosperity. Now, how many of you know something called master key? Do you know that there's something called master key? How many of you know that? Is there a carpenter here? Who is a carpenter? Eh? Master key is a key that opens all doors. Is that not a key like that? Ah, Bosby, is there a key like that? Uh, come, there's a key like that. Yeah. Why, why is it able to open all doors? The master key, they design in a way that it can open any lock that you, any any lock that is attached to a door. As soon as you put the key inside, it can open. Ah, so do arm robbers have master key? Arm robbers, some of them have. Eh, 
Some of them have. We bind the master keys of arm robbers in the name of Jesus. So when they say something is a master key to prosperity, it means that one, it opens every door to prosperity. And Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, this verse, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. But the point I'm trying to make is that there is a certain power for prosperity upon the UD, the United Denominations originating from the lighthouse group of churches of which the Anakazo assemblies is just one of the denominations. That power for prosperity is what has made all this possible. And 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 if there is a stream or a river and everybody swims through it and they become wet. How come that you, when you swim through it, you will not become wet? You become wet. Whether you like it or not, you become wet. So this, this principle, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, so that all other things shall be added unto you. Whether you like it or not, once you seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, the prosperity will come to you. Look, I am looking forward to dedicating cars, dedicating shops, dedicating buildings, dedicating businesses. I get what I'm saying. Which God is going to give to you? Which God is going to give to you? As you seek the kingdom of God first. Being a servant of someone is to seek and serve his interests and not your own. Seeking God's kingdom and God's righteousness is the same as serving God. You must seek to become a servant of God. Last week, I spoke to you about becoming a servant of God. Is that not so? Yeah. You must seek to become a servant of God. Therefore, you must seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. As we have already learned, it is possible for anyone to become a servant of God. It is possible for anyone in any profession to be a servant of God. It is important to seek that status. Hello? It is important for your life. How many of you want to prosper? Then it is important for your life to seek that status. What status? The status of being God's servant. It is important. It is important. Anybody, any of your friends who are Christians, your brother who is a Christian, your sister who is a Christian, who is not sitting down here, you have to tell the person that you are making a mistake. You are not seeking the status of becoming a servant of God. Becoming God's servant. Listen to this. I'm just reading from the book. Becoming God's servant is far more important than becoming a doctor or a lawyer. Hmm? My son has just finished you know, his housemanship. He's a fully qualified doctor. He said, well, when you finish medical school, you have to do what they call housemanship. And then now you are a fully qualified doctor. Yeah. And God has blessed him. The brain is working. 
he can go to America, he can, you know, when he came to the country, that doctor says, people do it three, four times. They did bow. That was it. He came to see me. He said, Daddy, I finished. I'm going to do full-time ministry. He just sent me a test. He's starting. 26 years. He's so intelligent. You know, this scripture, to be a servant of God is more important than becoming a doctor. I'm just using that practically. This is an example. 26. It's 26 years. You see, you see, none of you here should let us struggle with you. Shepherds should come for meeting. Uh, Pastor Isaac is going to do evangelism. Shepherds, come around. We are meeting at 4 o'clock. Pastor Isaac, 4 o'clock, we are meeting. You say we are meeting as servants of God to go and work for God. Hey, when I go to work, I'm checking my time. Any one of you who understand that becoming a servant of God is more important than any other profession. You have placed yourself on a path that leads to only one thing. Being blessed. Being blessed. Being prosperous. I have seen it in you know what was then called lighthouse. Young, 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 young people. Every time I see all of you you know, do you understand it? It's like, take yourself 25 years back. Yeah. No, 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 no. Those people, the same people, the same people today are so great as they have become servants of God. Shepherds, pastors, lay pastors, full-time pastors. Now some of you God is calling you to full-time ministry. Yes. And, and if you sense in your heart that God is calling you to full-time ministry, it's like you have this great desire, you don't want to do anything, just to serve God. You have to answer that call. I'm waiting, God willing, for next year to send several of you to the Bible school. Yeah. To be trained To be trained to become pastors, missionaries, and you'll be thrown somewhere there. Zaveluku. Yeah. Just this afternoon, a pastor came to me and I said, Are you ready to go anywhere? He said, Yes, I'm ready. Send Bishop, send me anywhere. I'm ready to go. Yeah. We used to have Pastor Goodness, who used to sit here. I've sent him, I've thrown him there. I sent no missions. Yeah. He's gone, he's gone, cry. Hmm. So, becoming God's servant is far more important than becoming a doctor. To serve someone 
is to seek his interest. To serve God is to seek God's interest. To seek God's interest is to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. So when we are a servant of God, you are occupied with seeking the interest of God and his righteousness. His kingdom and his righteousness. And his kingdom is salvation of souls, evangelism, bringing people you know, into the kingdom, looking after them to grow, praying for them, teaching them the word of God, visiting them, caring for them. I get what I'm saying. Eh? That, that is the kingdom work. That is why I'll be sending you to the camp to go and give you more skills on the kingdom work. How to do it. Everybody must be there. Yeah. How many of you are coming? Get your get your 100 Ghana cities. Register because you are becoming a servant. How many of you realize that it's important to become a servant of God? Hey. Millicent, is it important to become a servant of God? Hey. Batenta o Batenta e Batenta o Hey I am a good Christian 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 Basenta within the week Basota on Sunday Basenta within the week Basota on Sunday, Basenta within the week, Basota on Sunday, Batenta, 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 Hey, I am a good Christian, I am a good Christian. I am a good Christian. I am a good Christian. Basenta within the week. Basenta on Sunday. Basenta within the week. Basenta on Sunday. Batenta within the week. Basenta on Sunday. Hey! Batenta, hey! Batenta, Batenta, some people are lost. Pastor Parker and the rest, they are lost. When you leave the church for one day, no, you are lost. They are staggering. Don't stagger. All right, sit down. Don't stagger with the song. As a bugger, you are shocked, pal. A very shocked. It's a remix. Hallelujah. So listen. Listen to the word carefully. To seek God's interest. Are you recording these messages? We need our lights. Okay, so that we can video. To seek God's interest is to seek his kingdom.
is to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. To serve someone is to contribute and promote the person. To serve God is to contribute to God's work and to promote God's kingdom in your life. To serve someone is to be useful or of service to him. To serve God is to be useful or of service to him. To serve someone is to be obedient to his wishes. To serve God is to be obedient to his wishes. Are you understanding that? So when God said, go, you go. Come, you come. It is important to seek to be a servant of God. Most people do not know or understand why seeking God first is so important. Seeking God is the most profitable activity you can ever engage in. Seeking God. So Pastor Foster, as you are walking, you know, and, and, and riding your motor around uh, nurses and moving up and down, that is the most important, is the most, is the most profitable thing. Both in terms of spirituality, spiritual benefits, eternal, eternal benefits, and your prosperity on this earth. So those of you who, when you come to church in the morning, you go in the night, and people don't understand. You see, you have, you have, to, you have to, you don't even have to argue. Daniel, because they cannot understand. Yeah? They cannot understand. They don't understand. What are you doing? What are you doing in the church? What are you doing? But you see, some of you, initially, didn't understand. But as you have been sitting in the church, you realize that it's not as if that we are just wasting our time. We don't even see how the time goes. How many of you realize that? I got what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't even see how the time how the time goes. When we're engaged, okay, I have not gone home. I have not slept on my bed since Friday. No. Friday around about six o'clock, I left to action. We're going to have a program there. Then from there straight, I came into the prophetic all night. Then after that, in the morning, we had meetings, the shepherds and the pastors, right to about five. Then we left. We went to do visitations. And we are here. I'm not going anywhere. And I don't even feel it. I am working. I am seeking the interest of God. I am contributing to the work of God. I am promoting the interest of God. Don't. So, so do not be angry if you realize that I have prospered. Don't be angry. So your brothers and sisters and your friends, they should not be angry that one of these days, as you are serving the Lord, good things will begin to happen to you. Hallelujah. I have gone home. Seeking God is the most profitable activity you can ever engage in. Seeking God is the one thing that will cause all other things to be added to your life. 
Hello, hello, hello. You didn't hear that. So I didn't get an amen from you. Okay? Yeah. Or you are tired, you want to go home. Actually, actually no. Actually, this person that I'm preaching, anybody wants to go home, I allow you to go home. No, I'm serious. Today's message, anybody who wants to go home, I will allow you. Just go home. No, just go home. You see, it's like today's message is like you have been digging for gold for a long time. And you have gone, you have gone 80 meters. You understand it? And you are feeling dirty, tired, exhausted, hungry, even annoyed. Do you get it? Yeah. And it's okay. There's nothing here we are going. Not knowing that another five meters, then we are hitting gold. This message is gold. Gold. I've forgotten, I've forgotten which country it was. Children were playing football with, with stones, rocks. Hey! Ah! Then this one will play. Dangbeshi! Ah! Ah! With, with rock. Yeah. I've forgotten which country. So they, somebody kicked it. And uh, a white man was coming. And it hit him on Santos. He picked it up. Diamonds. 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 They were. There are people who sit in the church. And when we talk about becoming a shepherd or pastor. Not knowing that the thing that you are joking with is your life. To become a shepherd, to become a pastor, is your life. Huh. Wow. Huh? Seeking God is the one thing that will cause all other things to be added to your life. All other things that people are dying for are simply added to your life when you seek the Lord. I am waiting by the grace of God for us to finish all the projects. We have no project. When we come, it's only church. And I'm believing God that like once a month, okay, or once in six weeks, I'll, I'll rain for passes. And then we'll go and build the prophet at Revival at seven. Our, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. would we'll be there. Wow. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All other things that people are dying for are simply added to your life when you seek the Lord. Oh, you didn't understand it. God has, God has added things to my life. Even brothers and sisters. Look at all of you. In November, I left my brothers and sisters and came. I came for about 20 of them here. Look at today. Even only, I mean, shepherds and pastors alone have received more brothers and sisters. Huh? Look at the nice brother that God has given me, Salas. Nice brother. I didn't know him. 
I didn't know him with a V8 body. I didn't know him. Do you understand? But by seeking the interest of God, God has given me a brother, nice brother, or Stephen. Stephen is double V8. Oh, your body. Now, how many of you can understand what I'm saying? Yeah, look at my nice Nigerian brother, Uche. That God has given to me. Huh? Yeah. I like Nigerians. When I was studying medicine in Europe, you know, most of my Christian brothers and sisters were Nigerians. Nigerians they are very nice people. Very nice people. Yeah? Nigeria is like US. All the good things are from Nigeria. Then all the not good things are also from Nigeria. So when you see Nigerians, don't don't jump to conclusions. You have to you have to give everybody a, a chance. Yeah. I have had the opportunity of meeting very good Nigerians. Yeah. Hallelujah. What a blessing. How many of you can understand that? Your life just, just get added, or like my brother Drachi. When I need somebody to dance about that. Eh? When I saw him dancing, I said, oh, what a brother that God has given to me. Or my sister Millicent. Or my sister Abigail. Or my brother, what's the name? Eh? Randolph. I didn't know any of them. As you seek God, things will just be added to you. I see many things being added to you. You know, I, I remember Mary. I remember Mary. You know, I came early in the morning to church. And I met her here on this road. Early. Sana maybe 7.30 or 8. And I said, so I'm coming to church here. First time. Oh, this is the first time. So, okay. Then I told her, we'll start the service at this time. So, I spoke with her. Since that time, she has not stopped coming. She has been coming. No. Until... And then when she started coming, after about two, three weeks, I heard somebody say, she says she wants to be part of the shepherds or so. You see, God was adding to me, adding, adding, adding. Oh, my sister, Mercy. And Romeo. Nice people. No, that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is that Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. People are struggling. The things that people are struggling for money, for husbands, for children, for blessings, for peace of mind, for health, you know, and all that. As you seek the interest of God first, God, God, God who has the whole world has promised that he will add those things into your life. Yeah, you see my young pastors. See them working very hard. Working very hard. So tired. Meetings working this, this, this. Watch them. Watch them. One don't, don't say that they are thieves. They're not thieves. It is God. Who is going to add many, 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 many things to their lives? Receive many things in the name of Jesus. 
Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 is the master secret. Eh? Is the master secret to your prosperity in this life. Did you hear that? Is the master secret to your prosperity in this life. The secret to all things that people are seeking for is to seek God first. The secret to all things being added is to seek God first. Seek God first. Yeah. Yes. It's to seek God first. Peter, do you understand that? Yeah. Wow. Look, listen. I want to give you people an assignment. Everybody here, recruit your friends, brothers and sisters who are in the church, who are not part of the shepherd training. Do you understand it? I'm giving that assignment. Recruit them. Tell them, listen, I cannot let you not be part of this because you are missing something. How many of you are going to, going to do that? So next week Sunday, I expect this number to double. Because they are around. But see, they don't understand. They don't understand. They don't understand. I think that I've really been blessed because, you know, when I gave up my hospital, nobody, not my wife, not my mother, not my uncles, no, nobody even asked me a question, why? I'm telling you. I've actually, coming to think about I've not even thought about it, that nobody, there was no squeeze face, there was no somebody who has found a face, there was nothing. 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 Wow. And you see, you have no idea when I say that I gave up the hospital. It's a wahoo. It's what? It's what? It's a wahoo. If you are here, when we say something, you have to say something. It's what? It's a wahoo. Let's do this God thing. Let's do this God thing. Wow. The secret to all things that people are seeking for is to seek God first. As you seek the Lord, everything else will be added to your life. When you truly serve God, eating, drinking, and clothing will be the easiest things for you to acquire. But, but, but you see, but you see, is that really the case? Because Charlie, some of you have been Potential shepherd for the last four months. And the truth is that nothing has been added to you. If anything, things have become very some way. Because you were a lady, you know, at least some guy be that one, one, two, one, 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 two for some 10 Ghana cities, 20 Ghana cities. It was helping you small, small. Since you said this was stupid, something, shepherds, you are a sheep, since you have become a sheep shepherd, something, he doesn't even understand. It's okay. Nothing. And he has left you and gone for your own friends. Eh? If you don't have money, your, your pastor every Sunday says that you have to sponsor bus. Bus has been fighting with you for bus sponsorship. So really, nothing, in fact, Bishop, what you are saying, Mom, there, I'm reading the scripture, but as far as I'm concerned, Mom, I've not really Seeing all these known pastors. Ah, but let me show you something. You are not the only person who this has happened to. 
or we are thinking that way. Mark chapter 10 and verse 28. Watch it. Mark chapter 10 and verse 28. Give me a simpler uh, version. Okay. Peter said to him, we have left everything to follow you. <laughs> we have left everything to follow you. You see, sometimes when somebody makes a statement, because it is not a full statement. How many of you realize that? What I'm saying is that sometimes when somebody makes a statement, the person has not made a full statement, but you understand what the person is trying to say. You can, you can, you know, uh -huh. so, so like, one of the insults that, when you go to your brother or say, oh please, can you give me money? Then your brother will say, is it not you who say you are serving God? I get what I'm saying. Is it not you that every day you say that you are going to church, you are serving God? In other words, so by doing that, why, why doesn't your God or your church give you everything? You are coming to ask me for, for money. So, so Peter, that thing used to worry him, you see, because one, one day they were walking through some cornfields. They were very hungry. They started plugging some eating, and a certain man was challenging them. And Jesus said, listen, when people are hungry, why? Why can't they eat? Allah, look of you. Eh, eh. Yeah. Did you get it? One day, Peter got a message, sit down, that his mother-in-law was not well at all. He was hot his national insurance card had expired. I know he left his uh, fishing business to follow Jesus. So things were dry. Were dry. But you see, Peter, he was very smart. He used a strategy. Here, Jesus and others, they were going somewhere with an intention to Jesus that, can we pass through my house? I, I, I think I've left my something. So, so they passed it. But Jesus understood. But Jesus said, I don't mind him. When they got there, it was because Peter's mother-in-law was sick. And the Bible says that Jesus healed her. Yeah. So, look, as far as, as long as Jesus was in their life, there was nothing to think about. Then suddenly, Jesus started to say something. He was going to die. You know, he was going to go away. Some, initially they thought that oh you know when he's tired maybe he just you know sometimes when we are very tired and you see when wake up you say something that you have not even but they realized that he kept on saying the thing and so Peter was analyzing that ah, so if Jesus goes because my fishing business is gone you know people used to, who used to help me they are all gone do, do, do you get it some of you, brother shepherds, some girl be that you were following. She used to help you small, small. Yes. Like a certain girlfriend that I had, she went to take, one day I was in my house, she brought chicken stew and rice. No, I was in secondary, I was in secondary school. Stew with the chicken shells cut into pieces with rice. 
So I ate. A few days later, I heard that her mother has put cloth around her waist, shouting the community, "Who has taken my my chicken? Who has taken my chicken? Who has taken my chicken?" I said, Matak has come, Mata, Mata has come. I make myself quiet. Walking around. I think if somebody told her, but she, she didn't gather the courage to come and ask me. Or if your chicken is lost, if you see me, are you seeing any chicken around? So the point I'm trying to make is that as you have been coming to serve the Lord for many of you this last four months, six months that uh, the reality is that this, all things have been added to you Charlie, how many of you can say that you have not seen it? Lift up your hand, it's true even me I know that you have not seen it so so Peter one day, as we were walking with Jesus, he grabbed Jesus like that. Said, you, you, Jesus, please stand here. Jesus, let's be serious. So, so Jesus was very surprised. Peter, but you can't hold him. So, oh, no, no, please. It's very, he says, serious. Because this, every day you are going to die, he said, we have left everything to follow you. And you say, you are going to die. So, what will happen to us? What is going to happen to us? How many of you have understood the question? Yes. Bishop, always, we should be in church. We should pray. We should fast. We should do outreaches. We should give offerings. We should pay our tithes. We should come for camp meeting. But Jesus, Peter, come. Bishop, I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything. Before I started coming to church, my shoe, I was making sports, but now every day, Pastor Fossa will come. Pastor Parker, he said we should another town. From another town, corner somewhere, I'm falling down. By the time I get to my waist, is paying me to Rock City. Watch this. Now watch this. Watch this. What you are going through. Listen to this. The Holy Spirit, I should tell you, what you are going through. Is the first half of the match. Every football match has two halves. Yeah. And and normally, and normally, when there's a football match, the commentators say, "But there is time." Especially, listen, when a small team is playing with a big team. Do you understand it? Eh? And you have scored the big team 3-0. First half, 3-0. Do you understand it? Eh? You are playing with Barcelona. You are, you are called Liganes. And then first half, you have scored Barcelona 3-0. And half time has come, they are going, Messi is going, Suarez is going. Let me tell you something. Let it, let it be known to you that it is only the first half. Yes. 
So far you have been serving the Lord and you have not seen anything. But I want you to know that you are still in the first half. You are still in the first half. Wait until we come for the second half. And sometimes, sometimes, Leganis, that small team, they can lead up to about 17 minutes. Still 3-0. And the commentators will say, but you are playing with Barcelona. Yeah? I'm telling you. Before you realize, before you realize, show 3-1. Show 3-2. Because these teams, within two minutes, they can score two, three goals. Yeah? At the end of the match, you see those of us who are watching, you say you are going to bath and come. When you turn it, you are thinking about 3-1 or 3-2. When you turn, 10-3. Ten, ten, I came to tell you that during the second half of, of your life, as you are seeking the Lord, the second half is coming. But it is within that second half, something is going to happen. I said during the second half, something is going to happen. Now, let me show you what is going to happen during the second half. Peter said to him, we have left everything to follow you. It means, it means, you say you are going. What do we have? We have nothing. Verse 29. I tell you the truth. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. I like that. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. You see, Jesus himself is the truth. So, when he's speaking, he speaks the truth. The Bible calls Satan a liar. John 8, 44, you are of your father, the devil. And he's a liar from the beginning. Alright? Go back. I tell you the truth, Jesus replied, no one, no one, take notes. No one means that anybody standing here tonight, you are included. Uh, I thank God that my wife is here. She's included. No one. Now, now, see, you are here. You are included. No one means that as you are here, as you are here, you are included. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother, or father, or children, or fails for me, for me, and the gospel. You see, for me and the gospel is you are seeking me first. In other words, Jesus said that no one who had decided to seek me first, my kingdom first, my righteousness first, no one. I tell you the truth. Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fails for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. I told you that 
now that you are not receiving anything, that is the first half. Yes. But during the second half, during the second half, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, and with them, persecutions. And in the age to come, eternal life. Give me another version. Do you have message Bible? Please sit down. Alice, I got it. Jesus said, Mark my ways. Wow. Wow. Mark my ways. And John 10 35, the scripture says, and the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot. So that's what Jesus says. Mark my ways. Mark my ways. Mark my ways. The ways of God are not as the ways of man. Forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. I have seen the end of all perfection, but thy commandment is exceedingly broad. Jesus said, not even a jot or a tittle shall be taken away from my way. The grass shall wither, and the flower shall fade, but the word of the Lord our God shall stand sure. Forever, O oh God. Forever, O oh God. Thy way is saving The Bible says that the ways of the Lord are pure ways. As silver tried in the furnace of the earth seven times. What the Bible is saying that the word of God is like silver. It has been passed through fire seven times and still it is standing. Amando Sokoba. Ilamahaya. Katare Moshipahande Zebe. Le Koriandere Hokapanda Nesemandere Mana. Listen. Be patient. How long have you been serving God? Is that look if God prospers you right now? I'm telling you here, you're you not darken the shadow of the, the main gate. Eh? Do not Sala, you we, when we see you, you'll be in your bands with your three girls, you know, one is here, one is here, one is here. Two are kissing you from here. Yeah. One is pulling you here. Yeah. No, you. Yeah. Oh, no. No, that's it. You don't come and say that. And the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus shall wash you. And when the blood of Jesus worship you, you become clean. And you walk in. Uh, yes, you will. Uh -huh. And I will kind of say you. You, what we see, even your hair, you are now become a rasta man. Salas. You say, bless up man. Bless up man. Bless up man. 
Listen. So during this first half, God is going to kill you. Yes. God is going to make you kojo, 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 kojo. God wants to see what is in you. We'll come back. We'll come back. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 2. We'll come back here. Deuteronomy chapter. Yes. Yes. Some of you, the reason why you are here is that you don't have anything to do when you go home. Not, not that you are interested in the things of God, but the reality is that home, even there is no home. That whole place is so dark. Everywhere is smelling that the way the church is smelling, the nice environment, you must as well spend a lot of time here. So for you, even the church is just enjoyment. Ah, this nice chair. When you go home, where's the chair that you sit on? So that is why you are here. God knows what is in your mind and is in your heart. So during the first half, during this first half of you following God and seeking God, this, you are not going to see anything. I can assure you. I've been serving God for many years. Yeah? It took a long time. It took a long time. My wife was so slim all the time. It was the second half that she started becoming V8. Is it why? Why is Nancy come? Uni, uh, Nancy, Nancy, come. Come. When I married my wife, she was slimmer than this. I can show you the picture. I can show you the picture. No, I can show you the picture. And she was like this and me too i was like one third of this or one fourth in fact when people see me these days the first thing is that they get very surprised ah they say ah you are putting too much weight that's what they say but during the first half serving god shepherd pastor camp meeting doing uh center work moving up and down slim for years for years so if you want to resign resign now but i can assure you as for jesus he says back my ways now deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 2 and thou shalt remember all the way thank you which the lord thy god let thee eh? Listen, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. God says, listen, the journey from Egypt to the promised land, to the promised land, was a short journey. God extended it to 40 years. Actually, they went around the wilderness. 
40 years. All the adults who complained and murmured, they all died. They were left with only two. Including Moses for disobeying God. It was only Joshua and Caleb. That ended. After 40 years. And God is explaining that. And thou shalt. Give me a smaller version. Give me NIV or something. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years. For what reason? To humble you. And to test you in order to know what was in your heart. Whether or not you keep his commandments. So the first half, the reason why you have not seen all these things added unto you is because God is proving you and testing you. God is proving you and testing you. And that's why I gave the example that there are people here. Look, just 5,000 Ghana cities. 5,000. 5,000 Ghana cities. If you get, we won't see you in this church again. Look, this book, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Eh? You may even remove the sheets and use it as toilet paper. Yeah. How many of you understand the preaching? Do you understand the preaching? Eh? Yeah. Give me another version to this. Remember every road that God led you on for those 40 years in the wilderness. Pushing you to your limits. God is going to push you to your limits. Some of you ladies. Guys were buying panties for you. So you had a lot of panties. Now you don't work. And God, the guy said you won't sleep with him again. He has thrown you away. So yeah, something shepherd. You are a Christian. So go. So now the panty over the last four months is reducing and tonight it is two. Yeah. Do your menses. You, 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 you put on. Then you wash. Then you put on. Then you wash. And on. But you used to have about 12. God is pushing you to the limit. Pushing you to the limit. To see what is in you. That is what they do to criminals. When they want to get the truth from them. They use all kinds of methods. One of the methods is called waterboarding. They take you and they push your head underwater. And you are not a fish, so you can't, you can't survive. So you go, then they pull you up. Then they say, Did you kill her? You say, They remove their listen. Their face is red. Did you kill it? Yes, 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 yes. Why? You said the truth right now. They push you to the limit. You say you love God. What shows that you love God? Some of you are after money. Some of you are after money. Some of you, you are sitting here because you are after blessings. You want God to bless you so that you quickly run away back into the world. It is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's why I said God is going to kill you during the first half. It's killing you. The real thing that is in your heart, it will come out. One of these days, you look at Reverend Philip and say, Reverend Philip, I am tired 
of all this shepherd thing, I'm going. No, what one of these is you say it. The reality will come out. Hey. Remember every road that God led you on for those 40 years in the wilderness. Pushing you to your limits. Testing you. So that he will know what you were made of. Whether you keep his commandments or not. Yeah. Now, sit down please. How many of you have understood why you haven't seen anything yet? Yeah. And you are not going to see anything now. No, I can assure you. Now, is, now it is killing. Yeah. Go back to our scripture. We are closing. Jesus said, mark my words, no one who sacrifices house, brothers, sisters, mother, father, children, land, whatever, whatever, because of me and the message, he will lose out. They will get it all back. Oh, you didn't come for the Lord. They will get it all back. But not only back, but multiplied many times in homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and land, but also in troubles. God is going to bless you, but you, have, you are going to have troubles. Now, people will call you that you are a thief, this, this, all kinds of things. And then, and then the bonus, the bonus of eternal life. Watch this. We have been saved. We are going to heaven. But before we go, God says, here, here, look of you. Look of cars, some five cars, some two lands, some three houses, your shoes and shoes, dear Charlie. He said, it shall be added unto you. Receive it shall be added unto you. May all things be added unto you. May all things be added unto you. When you truly serve God, eating, drinking, and clothing will be the easiest things for you to acquire. God gives you all things that men seek for. For to those who seek his kingdom first, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, and what you shall wear shall no longer be something to think about in his life. In this life, it is taken care of by seeking God first. Matthew 633 is unlocked, is unlocked by letting your mind be on God's work and not on your own work. The key to receiving the wages of God is to let your mind be on God's work and not on your own work. Take no thought for your own life. This is a direct instruction from God. Yet most Christians simply take thoughts for their own lives. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lonely in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew 11, 28 to 13. You have to give him your yoke, the burden of your life, and the burden of your work. 
then you have to take up his burden and his work. His burden and his work. You see, the reason why I've not been home and slept by my V8 wife is because of the burden. There's so much to be done. Look, yesterday, yesterday when I finished, I said, listen, no, I'm too tired to even try to go home. Let me just go on visitation. Let me just go on visitation. Let, let, let's do more. Let's do more. Started driving my car around. You have to have the burden. Listen, look at this hall. This hall can take thousands of chairs. And we are going to fill it. In the next about two weeks, I'm sure that all the ceiling will be done. When the ceiling finishes, end to end, it is not that we are going to see that we don't have a church. I'm going to show it to you. When we come to church, we'll pack ourselves just in the middle like this. And all of us are going to see thousands of chairs empty here, thousands of chairs empty here. We must have the burden to rise up and say, Lord, so these thousands of chairs who are coming to sit on Come to sit on this chair. I'm getting that. Pastor Isaac will not tell you that your basanta, you should go and visit your ship, do outreach. No, you, you yourself, it has, it's as if that they have put fire to your bounds. Receive fire to your bounds. You can't sit down because of fire. You cannot sit down because of the fire. Hallelujah. You have to take up his burden and his work. That is the secret to the prosperity hidden in Matthew 6 33. Seeking the kingdom of God means do not seek your own kingdom. Once you set about to seek your own kingdom, you have broken the law of Matthew 6 33. Through the secret in Matthew 6 33, you will have a house to live in. And a car to drive. When you follow the prosperity key hidden within Matthew 633, you will never have to take a thought for your own life. To eat, to dress, to, to eat, to drink, and to dress up will be taken care of. This means you have money to buy, you know, to eat, to drink, and to dress up will be taken care of. Look, you can ask my wife. Me, I don't shop for myself. Actually, I don't like shopping. I don't like shopping. When I travel, my bag is small. I don't like shopping at all. So when I travel with my wife or something, when I get there, you know, I find somebody. I say, look, this is money. Then my wife will call the person. Then they will talk. When I'm coming, I just carry it. Me, to go and walk through. So I don't buy anything. I, I, I didn't buy this shit. There's nothing here that I bought. No. What I will eat... Eh? When I finished preaching and I went to my office, I went to sit down. Then, my lay administrator, Dr. Ajwa, she came. She said, there is something for you. I sat down. I started eating. How it was bought, where it came from. When I was eating, they said, Bishop, do like I said, yes. He said, something, cakes, and this. I said, where is it? So, she did it. I don't know. It has been taken care of. It has been taken care of. I don't understand that. But you see, don't look at me because I'm in the second half. 
are in the first half, but I am in the second half. So, if you compare yourself to me, you resign right now. The same things that I went through, suffering, pain. I told you my wife was slim. I was slim. You have to go to the same thing. Pastors, you go to the same thing. God will kill you. You will die. You will be embarrassed. Yes. A lot of money now. You can't. You can't. Maybe your allowance, even it cannot buy petrol into my car. Maybe your allowance, it cannot even buy petrol in my car. But that is your allowance. Yeah. Yeah. Live with it. I used to live with seven Ghana cities, 50 pesos. Yeah, with a wife. Yeah, they, they increase it to nine Ghana cities, 50 pesos. The highest I got was 35 Ghana cities after working for about six or seven years. Hi. How many of you have received something that I mean you realize that wow? Wow, how many of you believe that God has spoken to you? How many of you say that this message has stabilized you? Because you realize that ah okay, I'm in the first half. Yeah? Wow. If I have money I'm giving, I'll give Pastor Isaac one. I'll give Reverend Sami 50 or 100 or 500. Yes. You deserve one. You are in the first half. See, this one was a big man. He has masters, everything. He used to travel all around Ghana. With Shell, Ghana. He used to travel. Big man. Yeah. He gave it up. Come and serve the Lord. His salary dropped from here to here. One time. I'm sure he was shocked. Maybe he was enjoying a fuel. You know, and here. Sit down. One day Satan told me that I'm a fool. He has told me that I'm a fool two times. The first one. No, the second time. The first one, I was in front of um, um, this place, Coastal, Nungwa Coastal. Yeah, Nungwa Coastal. How many of you know that? We have set up a platform. And I was standing on it and preaching wooden platform. So pastors, those of you who are not, are not starting on wooden platforms, I don't know what you are doing. I was preaching as a lay pastor. I was a doctor. And those of you who know there, if there is the in front, the down is the road, the main road. So all the cars are passing, everybody sees you. And as I was preaching, Satan says, you are a fool. You are an embarrassment and a disgrace. Look at all your patients are passing by. You call yourself a doctor. Look at where you are standing and what you are doing. Shouting, whatever. What, what do you think your patients, as they are sitting in the trotter or their cars, what, what do you think they will think about you? That was the first food. Yeah. But I didn't mind because first food is not a food. But he told me a food the second time. This time, I started 
full-time ministry. And I used to go to Sakumano to go and pastor. And one time, when I go to the Tesano filling station, you see, from the, from the, um, from the, from the um, police academy, going towards the Achimota overhead. Have you seen it? You are, you are going towards the Achimota overhead. To the right, there's a filling station there. It is after that filling station that you climb the top and join the main station. So I realized that my petrol was red. So I drove and I parked. And I told that and I fell it. The reason why I told him to fill it was because that was what I was used to. When I was in my hospital, I didn't know how much fuel cost. My driver would take my car, go to, it was a filling station. You go there and fill it. Then at the end of the month, he says, maybe it is $5,000. I'll sign a check. Then it goes to, I didn't know how much it was cost. But now I was in full-time ministry. When I went for my interview, they said, we can't pay you. Because they asked me, how much do you pay yourself in the hospital? I told them, I said, we can't pay you, so you can't come. And they told me that your salary that we are going to give to you when you come, it will be less than your tithe that you are paying now. You understand it? That is, if I was paying myself 1,000 Ghana in the hospital, then my tithe is 100 Ghana They are saying that now that I've come full time, my salary will be less than 100 Ghana That's why they were saying they can't pay me. And I said, oh, I'll take it. And when they gave me my first check, I saw it. So when I drove and I said, fail, and the guy was failing with zeal and alacrity and tenacity, with the strength of a mountain goat, I decided to take my wallet. When I took my wallet, there was no money in it. And the guy finished. Four! I was using Land Cruiser. Yes, I was using Land Cruiser. 4.5 liters. This is 4.0, no, more than that, five or something big. That Land Cruiser, eh? When you are driving and you press on it, vroom, you see the fuel gate go. So I realized that I was hot. The guy was coming for his money. So I was trying to explain to him that I made a mistake. I didn't realize that I didn't have money. Do you understand? So, so, so can you imagine the way he was looking at me? Did you see? And I was, so I pointed to, I said, have you seen, look, the lighthouse, Kodesh, Kodesh, that's where I am. I'm a pastor, I'm honest. I didn't, I made a mistake. You know, it was not, you know, please, I'll come and pay. As I was talking to him like that, then Satan says, you are a fool. Say, you, you are a fool today. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. You are a fool. You left this hospital. Look at you. Today you are standing here begging. Look at you. You are a fool. That is why I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you that you are in the first half. Yes. You are in the first half. So pastors, you know, be happy. Whatever. I mean, when we are going hungry, it's part of it. You don't have fuel. It's part of it. First half. But keep on serving the Lord. Because the second half will come. Jesus said, Mark my ways. Passes. Jesus said, Mark my ways. Nobody here can imagine that one day. Please sit down. This Pastor Isaac, when you see him, eh? He's like Silas. <laughs> I, I, how, can you, how can you imagine it? How many of you, you cannot imagine? With his stomach now big. I, I don't know where my stomach came from. Me, my stomach, slim. I don't know where it came from. Can you imagine, Pastor Isaac? His stomach is not slim. He's fat. I mean, some Wild four wheel drive. That is, is ah, it's not precise. One day, during the second half, he will experience it. You experience it. Yeah. Yes. What do you think? Are you blessed? Well, you have to give him your yoke, the burden of your life, and the burden of your work. Then, you have to take up his burden and his work. That is the secret to the prosperity hidden in Matthew 6.33. Seeking the kingdom of God means do not seek your own kingdom. Once you set about to seek your own kingdom, you are broken the law of Matthew 6.33. Through the secret in Matthew 6.33, you will have a house to live in and a car to drive. Then, when you follow the prosperity key hidden in Matthew 6.33, you will never have to take a thought for your own life. To eat, to drink, and to dress up will be taken care of. This means you will have money to buy food, a place to cook it, and a car to go and get your clothes. Matthew 6.33 is a very wide-ranging scripture with wide-ranging implications. To fully trust in the promise of Matthew 6.33 is to become like the lilies of the field, which were more prosperous than even Solomon. Through the secret of Matthew 6.33, your prosperity will eventually be compared to the prosperity of Solomon. And God can clothe you better, feed you better, and care for you better than you can do it for yourself. Clap your hands for the Lord. <laughs> so allow God to kill you. How many of you are going to allow God to kill you? Yes. I tell our Bible students, I said, God is going to kill you. It's not easy for them. Yeah. It's so easy for them. 
We have just started another Bible school at Collegon. Yeah. And I was talking to them last Friday or so, and I told them, God is going to kill you. Hey. And then, some of them said, Bishop, already we have started. Their relatives are saying, who will look after you? So I told them, you are not the first. You are not the first. Somehow, they will look after you, but somehow you finish this school. Haven't you seen that you don't have money, but somehow you eat. Somehow you go through the week. Somehow, somehow you get something, a brazier to wear, a something. You, you, God is the one who is looking after you. I see you serving the Lord. You are going to experience the second half. The second half will, will happen to you. Lift up your hands and thank God for the opportunity to serve him. Lift up your hands and thank God for the opportunity to serve him. Thank God for the opportunity to serve him. Raliande ribo sika halaba. Rakaliande ribo suka pata lama zendini mahanda. Arande ribo hokoshilia. Lift up your hands. My lifetime, I will give God my lifetime. Oh, my lifetime, I will give God my lifetime. Oh. If I give God my lifetime, He will take care of me. He will never, never let me down. I will give God my lifetime. If I give God my lifetime, He will take care of me. He will never, never let me down. I will give God my Lift up your hands and sing it. Oh, my lifetime. I will give God my lifetime. Oh, my lifetime. I will give God my lifetime. Oh. If I give God my life, He will take care of me. He will never, never let me down. I will give God my life. Sing it if I give God my life. He will take care of me. Never let me down. I will give up my life. Father, we thank you for this first half. Give us the grace to go through it with the hope of the second half. I thank you for my brothers and my sisters. These ones, they are going to be a wonder to this world as they serve you. As they seek you first, thank you for great blessings that you are going to shower upon them. They will be blessed until they have become a blessing. We thank you. May we not give up. May we not give up. But may we continue to serve you, Lord. In Jesus' name.
have been blessed by this message, we invite you to worship with us at the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of Fako Kaswa. Please note our service time. Sunday 9.30 a.m. Jesus Encounter Service. Monday to Friday 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Glory Encounter R. There's an all night the last Friday of every month. There's also counseling sessions from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily from Tuesday to Friday. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.